Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. Today we have Bishop Benjamin Tugali from Kenya, East Africa. It's a blessing to have him with us, so let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Was Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham Vivanco. And I'm Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Equals H and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals H in Ecuador as well. Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of those in desperate and difficult situations. And the main goal for this podcast is to keep you, our dear listeners, supporters, and friends all over the world as to what is happening with our ministry here in Ecuador. Because we can't do it without you. Woohoo! Um, so, Jorjito, when you say around the world, are you referring to like other continents? Oh, probably so, because um, thank God we have been able to be part of a ministry that has been growing and growing and growing, and God has led us to amazing other opportunities. Um, and right now, Equal Stage is not just existing in Ecuador. We are also, we also have ministry in Costa Rica. Yes. In the States. Yes. We have something in Rwanda. Rwanda, yes. Rwanda. We also have something in Uganda. Correct. And of course, we also have something in Kenya. In Kenya. And it is a huge, huge blessing today that we have a special guest in our podcast for that. Special guest, guest all the way from Kenya and East Africa, and we will add Haiti to Haiti to yes, our Haiti. list. That's true. <laughs> but we have um, Pastor. No, I'm sorry. We have Bishop. Benjamin Tanguli here with us all the way from Africa. Hi, welcome. Welcome, Bishop Ben. Thank you. Chambo. Chambo. Oh, oh Chambo Sana. Yeah, this is uh, uh, our greetings from home. That's uh, Swahili. We're saying, how are you? Chambo so, Sana. Chambo. Chambo Sana. Um, my name is Benjamin Tanguli, Bishop. And um, I'm so glad to be here in Ipoto. This is a blessing to me. And um, I just want to really appreciate God for what he's doing through Education is Equals Hope. Mm -hmm. And um, back home, um, my ministry is called Shekinah Glory Missions Center that works together with... Shekinah Glory Missions is the name of it. Okay. That's right. Yeah, Shekinah Glory Missions Center. That's the name of the ministry that uh, partners together with Education is Equals Hope mm -hmm. back in the country of Kenya, East Africa. Well, Bishop Ben, are you actually physically in Ecuador right now, or are we on Zoom? Right now, I am here in Ecuador, and <laughs> I can tell you, I, I am so excited to be in Ecuador. Ecuador is such a beautiful country. I really want to be here. You know? <laughs> oh. Well, Kenya and Ecuador, we have discovered, are connected on the uh, on the equator line. Like yes. that zero latitude runs through Ecuador and exactly. runs through Kenya. So Bishop Ben and I have decided that we are going to just build a little tunnel mm -hmm. straight down the equator <laughs> yeah. so that we can just be connected. So we don't have That's to worry right. about visas yeah. and airplanes <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that. Like That's high right. speed rail. Exactly. It's going to be great. Exactly. Uh, Ecuador passes through Kenya. I live on the eastern part. Um, of Equator, and if I'm going to Nairobi, which is at the head, uh, uh, the head, uh, head headquarter of, of Nairobi, of Kenya, I have to cross the Equator. Mm. Oh, wow. And every yeah. time he does, he's going to think about us now. Of course. Yes. I would be like, 
Ecuador. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, bishop Ben, tell us a little bit of your story. How did how did you become a bishop? What is your ministry? How has how did God get you to this place? Really, um, I never I never thought of I never dreamed of being a bishop or even a pastor or anything. Uh, but um, I gave my life to Christ in 1992 after after high school. Mm. And then, um, what I, year did you graduate high school? In Malaba Boys High School, that's one of the best schools in Kenya. Nice. It's such a wonderful school. I like that. I graduated high school in '91. Are we the same age? I I I did. I I, I graduated in 1990, so I was a little. Yes, I'm much younger than you are. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah that's that's something about it. You know, <laughs> you know um, I went to school. I went like to grade one when I was 12 years. Okay. Great. Reason is my parents were not able to pay school fees. And so, oh, right, and which so, is going to play into the story as exactly, we move forward. Exactly. So, but in, in 1992, you gave your life to, to Christ. Yeah, I gave my life to Christ in 1992. And 1993, I moved from this village. I, I, I was born in the village, in the bush, you know, okay. like, very remote area. Okay. So I gave my life to Christ in 1992. And then in 1993, I moved to the city. Hmm. That's Kitale. That's where I am right now. Okay. So that's where I joined a church that was a vibrant church. And uh, I began to serve in that church as just a, like an Asha, just a helper, a helper in the church. A helper in that church. Yeah, I did that until I, 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 caught, I was trained as a, an evangelist and discipleship uh, uh, person. And uh, I, I, I did well and I got interested. And I started training evangelism to the New, new newcomers were coming in, mm. and uh, I became a trainer for discipleship, and that's how the ministry uh, was born. Just started bit yeah. by bit. Yeah. Yes, none of us wake up and think, I think I'll be a missionary today, or I think I'll be a bishop today. Actually, at some point, I tried running away from being a, a servant of God. Did you? Yes, I did. I was, I, was, I was told, oh, we want you to go study to become a pastor. I was like, no, pastor? No, I don't want that. Mm. I ran away. I was like, no, no, not me. No, no, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, I thank know you. that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are together. Here we are. And something that surprising, in, um, I, I got a job. I got a job in 1993. I said, okay, I'm really going to work and be rich. I wanted to be rich, you know. I came from a very poor family, mm-hmm. and therefore I wanted to change life. I wanted to be different. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why I didn't want to be a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, because uh-huh. pastors don't have a salary at home. Uh-huh. At home, no salary. If you're yep. a pastor, you're a volunteer throughout. Wow. So I didn't want to be one. Right. Yeah, so, but as I served in this new church, God began to work on my life. Mm. And in 2004, I went to be a missionary okay. in South Sudan. And I and maybe through Sam's, someone said it was connected to Sam's. Is that accurate? When you went to South Sudan, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. You know, yeah, when I go to South Sudan, it's when uh, okay. Then I become like okay, I can serve the Lord. You mm. know, and so I just gave my life to Him and things like that. Wow. And I decided just to put everything aside. I was like, I don't want to follow after money. I just uh-huh. want to. Follow after Christ. Follow after Christ, not yeah. follow after money. Yeah. That's good. In 2007, I started the first church. Mm. You started your first church in 2007? Yes. And how many churches do you ever see now? 147. 147. Yes. Is that it? That's all? 
We're still going. <laughs> no, and we have. It's so, 147 and counting. Yeah, yeah. You know, 147 charges and uh, taking care of orphans in uh, 11 orphanages. 11 orphanages. And every orphanage is, has, is uh, under church. And every orphanage is under church, okay. Yeah, and every orphanage <coughs> has a roughly of an average of 30 kids. 30 kids yeah. per, wow. Yeah. Wow. And that's, then, that's over 300 yeah. orphans that yeah. you yeah. And then that you serve. Then I said that, you know, education in Kenya is a big issue. Educate, it's, what, what, it, like it's hard to get an it's education? It's very hard, yes. And nobody cares whether you, you must have money to be in school. If you don't have money, nobody cares about you. So there's not compulsory education that every child has to go to first grade. Nothing like that. They do that. They say that. They the say that, but, the it's, not, but it's not says, real. The government says that, but when reality comes, no. Mm-hmm. And again, where, 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 because and I started taking care of, okay, when we got married, I started taking care of orphans mm-hmm. in my house. Mm-hmm. And the challenge was to get them to high school. Mm-hmm. It's like nobody, nobody want to hear. You, know, God, you take a child to high school and say, hey. This child is an orphan. It's no, we don't we don't care about that. You you pay money for him or her. And so the the culture that I might be accustomed to in the states, where someone's in a, a really difficult and dis- desperate situation, an orphan. Yeah. If if you were to present that orphan, be like, hey, how how can we help them? There'd be a lot of just culturally, a lot of people like, oh, let's yeah. let's do, let's help. But in Kenya, that's in a Kenya, different culture. Knows. If 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 I show up with a, an orphan. And I say this an orphan needs help, especially in education. They tell you, you have, you take it, you have it. You do it. Do it. Yeah. Nobody's interested. And is that because that orphan is missing the family structure? Exactly. But my understanding. And some of them, even some who have the parents, like me, when I was growing up, I, I had parents. My parents were there, but they couldn't afford nothing. Uh-huh. So, so, so even kids like those ones, those are vulnerable kids. They still don't get a chance. Mm. So, um, so that's how education equals hope comes in mm-hmm. uh, to help me and take care of this. And you know, my heart is to see this child get education. Right. That's, that's the gift I, I I get from this kid. Because if they have an education, then they have a future. Exactly. And I've seen so many kids who have gone through uh, this system who have become good kids. You know, good citizens. Mm-hmm. They they gone through education. They gone through high school. They gone through university or college. They have good jobs. They're doing okay. well. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. a family. They can take care of themselves They're and others. They're taking care of themselves. And even some of them are not just taking care of themselves. They're also taking care of other kids who are vulnerable mm-hmm. and, 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 and needy. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I would like to share with you guys that one of the facts uh, that I was just shared is that approximately 3.6 million Kenyan children are orphans or otherwise classified as vulnerable. So we're talking about like a huge, huge, huge population it, of the entire country exactly. being vulnerable. That's right. You are right. The, the statistics are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are, you're uh, what is really the population good. of Kenya? How many people we live in Kenya? We are going to 50 million. 50 million yes. in Kenya. And okay. Kenya, I believe, is twice the size of Ecuador. I think so, I think yeah. That's what we looked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are not a whole lot of stats yeah, yeah, yeah. that compare Kenya yeah. to Kenya, Ecuador. Kenya is huge. Although mm-hmm. 80% of the landmass uh-huh. is, is, is a desert. 80% is desert. I would say it's a non-productive. 80%. 80%. And it is the, I would imagine that desert is growing because yeah. the deserts are growing exactly. all over the world. Yeah. Wow. So um, you have 147 churches. Yes. You have 
11 orphanages yes. that are connected to this, uh, to yeah. those those churches. Duchess, yes. And how does Education Will's Hope, how do we get to come alongside you specifically? What does Education Will's Hope do in Africa, uh, the, the, in Kenya? Education Will's Hope, they do two main things. One, they do sponsorship for their children. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main thing, providing education, which is these children who don't have any help. And that provides the 100% of their school costs because they're orphans? Yes. And that it gives them the opportunity to continue to, to, to continue study. To continue study and be in school and not miss out, you know, buy school star, school materials, you know, supplies and all that. And, and that's happening. Great. Yeah. Okay. And then another thing that the education is so, equals, or equals hope is also helping us or doing with us is uh, providing clean wood. Mm. Yeah, we're actually going to have you and Chip on together to talk about the water project. Yes, and another episode. But but that because water, I mean, we'll we'll just dip our little toe into that. Clean water is the first school supply. Exactly. I mean, if you're getting sick all the time, you can't concentrate. You can't concentrate. If you, we all know when you feel poorly, Mm -hmm. you if you're sick and so many waterborne illnesses. Mm -hmm. And so the simple thing of a a water filter, even a domestic water filter to, to have clean water makes a big difference. I can't wait to dive into that Ah, with Chip. Would you share with us one of the stories of, of the young men, um, the young man that grew up in your home and how you're seeing him come along in the next generation? Yeah, we, uh, we have, I have so many kids, but let me talk about this one. This so you have one. four biological children. I have four And then you have yes. an untold number <laughs> of orphans that you have cared for and have become your children, exactly. personally living in your home exactly. with you and your wife and your kids, yeah. including also helping these other orphanages run. Mm-hmm. So just kind of give that context. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're sitting with one of the saints of God. <laughs> um, and as Bishop Daniel said on a couple of our last episodes, just to get to be with people who mm-hmm. yeah. understand that their faith is something that's not cultural. It's yes. not like everyone has this faith and this is what you do and this is how you're supposed to greet people because, mm-hmm. you know, this mm-hmm. is... Mm-hmm. And, and I'm talking especially about the south of the United States where I grew up and I love dearly mm-hmm. my home place. But everyone I grew up with said that they were Christian whether they actually knew Jesus or not. They were, yeah. And I didn't realize until I left that that's just a cultural Christianity um, that kind of undergirds the the society and undergirds the culture, but really to have a faith in Jesus, I've heard some people call it being a Christian, <laughs> because they just want to separate it. Um, you and your wife have done that, so thank you for putting your your faith into practice. Thank you. Um, but tell us about some of the stories that you've seen. Okay, um, I would say that um, my wife and I, since the time we got married, we have lived with orphans in our house. Like our house is always full. It's always full. Every time you come into my house, you may think it's an institution. It's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and our kids, when they were born, they found kids in the house. Mm-hmm. So they did not know who is our really brother, who is our not our really, really brother or sister. Mm. So, and again, it has really brought us together as a family, and that's good. So, and we, like I'm talking about right now, we have, I, I, in my house, I live with eight kids. They came 
these are kids who were given to me by the children department. The when they, yeah, yeah, when they were like one day or two days. Old. In fact, uh, I think the, the oldest that we have was given to us when he was six months old. Six months old. But that's the oldest that a child that's was because yeah, yeah. they're a day or two old yeah, we, when we, the we, Department we got, of Child Child Services comes and says, yeah. mm-hmm. Bishop Ben, yeah, we have enough. Can you this, this kid for us? He's like, we're going to look for the parents, <laughs> and they go forever. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go look for their parents. We'll be yeah. right back. We'll be right back. And Twelve they go, years and later. They're, they're oh. still looking for the parents. <laughs> not found the parent yet. And it is very interesting because I, I, they, I, they gave me a total of about 11 babies. 11 babies. 11 babies. In a span of six months. 11 mm. babies in six months. Yeah, in a span wow. of six months. And three of them died. Oh. Different times, of yeah. course. And every time this child would die, would die I would go back to them, hey, the child who came me died. I know what they say. What do they say? Just bury him. Just bury him. Just go and bury him. There's no problem. And nobody cares. Wow. They can't even come and check. They can't even come and verify. Huh. Just say, oh, just bury. It's okay. Wow. So I, I'm like, okay, between me and these children, I'm the father. Mm-hmm. Nobody is, is there for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, as you say, other kids are there. I have kids who have finished college. I have kids who are in, in high school. I have kids who are in, in a primary school mm-hmm. in my house. Mm-hmm. And... We well, good. Well, thank God. Thank yeah. God for that. Amen. I think that would be a fun I, I, time. I, I want to invite you to Kenya so that you can say hi. <laughs> <laughs> we got to dig that tunnel first. And then <laughs> that would be cool. Um, so uh, could you, um, would you mind sharing with us about the child that was stuck in a, in a drain? Is that? Oh, yeah. Ah, okay. This is Joel. You're talking about Joel. A child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, his name is Joel. Oh, his name is Joel. Okay. Uh, yeah. He, this is very, very, very interesting, and it's very sad. Uh, Joel, um, at the age of three months, uh-huh. the mother, I, I, I think the mother caught this child maybe out of wedlock or something. I really don't know the story behind it, but what we know is the mother wanted to kill the child. Mm, okay. And by dropping this kid, into a pit latrine. A pit latrine. Yeah. Oh, so she, she actually carried this boy, and, 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 and she was dropping him in the pit latrine, but unfortunately he would not drop in. So huh. the hands... His arms got stuck. Got stuck, in, yeah. In the pit latrine. So, yeah, so what she did was she stepped on the one of the hands, oh. and, and the arm broke. Uh-huh. And the child cried a very loud, you know, uh-huh. The loud voice and the neighbors were like, "What's going on?" So they ran. It was like it's an accident or something. Yeah. So they ran like to rescue. Uh-huh. So when she she had people running, coming to where the voice was coming uh-huh. from, she ran out and then she went through the maze plantation, and she left. The baby was hanging in there. Oh wow! And the and and the neighbors rescued the baby, but now the hand had already been broken. It's like, the shoulder, yeah. Yeah, the shoulder, mm-hmm. so it's gone out. So they took this boy to the police station, reported the case. Uh-huh. The police didn't have a place to put him. They uh-huh. took him to the children's department. The children's department took a phone call us. Mm. They called my wife, Christine. Called come. you called you up, said, hey. Yeah, come. come <laughs> Bishop Ben, Christine, can, can, can <laughs> we bring you another child? Come and sh- rescue this child. They did not even take the boy to the hospital. 
Wow. The boy was still crying. He was still, the hand is just hanging up there. Wow. So what we did is we took the boy right straight to the hospital. Uh-huh. They put a cast on it. Uh-huh. And we nursed him up. He stayed in the hospital for about a month. Wow. Then he was, let, we, we, we were discharged. Uh-huh. We came up with him. Yeah. He, he recovered. He recovered fully. He's a beautiful boy. Oh. Right now. Praise God. And he's running up and down. We hear all of, we, we hear hard, hard stories. Mm-hmm. How do you keep your heart from hardening? Um, I think I would say this is just the grace of God. The it's, grace of it's God. It's just by the grace of God. I wouldn't say that um, I'm very cool in doing that. I would not say that, but it's just by the grace. Mm. Because the situation we get these children is just devastating. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but we, we do our best. We only do what we can. Absolutely. And, and the rest, God does it. And I think it's important to, to pause and take a moment. There are a lot of very hard stories, and you are sharing <laughs> some of those. And thank you for that, because we're, we're asking. We want to know your reality. We want to know what your life is like so that we can come alongside you and support you. Amen. Because we, that's what we're called to do in mm-hmm. the family of God. That's right. There are these hard stories in Kenya. There mm-hmm. are these hard stories in South Carolina. There mm-hmm. are these hard stories in Ecuador. Yeah. And I just want to be really clear that this is not something that happens only mm-hmm. in Kenya. This is this it's is something. Over. And we've we've heard tragic stories similar to that here, mm-hmm. and but and in the U.S. And it really is just the moment um, to put your faith into action. Mm-hmm. And if you really believe what it is you say you believe, do you live like it? Yeah. And it's really just a gift to be a, a, alongside people who live like it and who smell like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they like it smell more. like Jesus. That's that's the best way I know how to say that. Amen. Um, uh, Benjamin, uh, Bishop Benjamin, we are so thrilled to have you. Thank, Thank you. you for being a part of what's going on in Educational Hope. Thank you for being our ambassador and to that side of the world and Thank that you. side of Africa and, and Kenya. We look forward to having you on next week with Chip Smith to talk about the water project and how that is um, impacting lives. That. I'll be happy to do that. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you, too. I'm happy to be in Ecuador. Beautiful country. Thank you. <laughs> and if you would like to be a part of Educational's Hope, and if you'd like to support the programs in Kenya through Bishop Ben, please go to educationalshope.org, find that Donate Now button. You can. We invite you, cordially invite you to be a part of what the Lord is doing there, and especially through Bishop Ben and his ministries. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time. See you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.